Everybody, welcome to the BC Wheelchair Sports Show. We share the stories of athletes, coaches, volunteers, administrators, and really anyone involved in the wheelchair sports community in British Columbia and the broader parasport community as well. Um, today for our spotlight on the Okanagan series, I'm very fortunate to be joined by Eva Miller, who's the coach of the City of Kelowna's Junior Wheelchair Tennis Program. Hi Eva, how are you doing today? I'm good, thank you. We usually start all of these episodes off by just asking our guests, how did you get involved in wheelchair sports and how did you find out about wheelchair tennis? I lived in Toronto for many years and I was doing my second coaching course at Club Pro One. And in the first day, so there were about 35 men and three women. That's another story. But one of the men was Joel Denby. Joel Denby won a medal for Canada at the Parapanan Games in Toronto. So he was in our course. He was going to take the course uh, to become Club Pro One. So it was the first time I saw a wheelchair tennis player and I was so impressed with him. He was such a nice guy. We got to talk a lot. Um, and I, we had to hit all the time in this course. It goes on for several months and there's a lot of playing. And so we had to play you know, against anybody and Joel was one of them. And um, so that's the first time I really saw a wheelchair player and I just thought, oh my gosh, I don't know how this guy does it. It's, it's yeah. so hard. Tennis is not an easy sport and to do it in a wheelchair and hold the racket and move, it, it just was, it was mind boggling to me. So then he told us about a course that was coming to Toronto, uh, hosted by Kai Schreitmeier, the na national wheelchair coach for Canada. So he came to Toronto and he still had some space. So I went into that course and spent the whole day in a wheelchair <laughs> trying to play tennis and learning you know how to move and play and it was it was amazing i thought wow this is so hard but i really love this and i love the fact that you can play this sport with able-bodied people yeah the rules are the same so i don't think that many wheelchair sports are like this where you can actually play it with anybody and so i like that inclusive inclusivity about it that you just need one other person. It doesn't matter if they're in a wheelchair or not. So you can have fun with someone else. So, so I took the course and then um, I wanted opportunities to actually teach it and get better at it. So I went to Blue Review Hospital in Toronto. It's a children's rehab hospital and they were having a gym program and they wanted tennis coaches to come in and teach wheelchair tennis. Oh, so I did that for... Yeah, I think I did it for two or three years. I went in every two weeks and I was part of their gym program. And we had children with really terrible injuries that spent months and months at that place and go to school there. And so, you know, I just did a lot of, there was completely different skills, um, not always the same kids. So sometimes they would be, you know, went home and then new kids would come in. So it was just, a good way to see it a lot. Um, and then I also was an official. So I used to work in tournaments and I decided to go to some of the wheelchair tournaments to actually see how they play. <laughs> and so I saw professional players play in Toronto 
went to several tournaments and as a as an official and and then yeah just saw more of it here so when i moved to the okanagan i approached the city because i knew they had an access department and i said why don't we try to see if anybody's interested and and then we started with one kid really we started with one kid that came out and that kid told two more kids and because the community is small and they all kind of know each other. So now I have uh, six regular kids that come different ages. Yeah. So it sounds like you really kind of discovered it. You kind of really like dove in two feet first. Yeah, I really, I, so my background is also, I used to be a pediatric nurse. That was my first profession. And so I've always loved working with children. And when I took the course with Kai, I was like, oh my gosh, this is so me, like, it's, it's just, I need to do this, because I, I don't know, my background and caring for kids, it just, it just was what I really thought, this is what I'm doing, this is what I should be doing. <laughs> Obviously, there's not a lot of it, so it's not like something I can do full time. Yeah. Um, so I'm happy to have this group and to expand it. So, yeah. That's fantastic. And I think it's really great, you know, when we have athletes, coaches, or, or volunteers even that really have a strong passion for getting involved and like really take it very seriously, but also in a way where like you're committed to making it fun and exciting for these kids. And I think mm -hmm. that's really, really important. So thank you for that. Um, my next question uh, kind of has to do with what are some of the unique challenges involved with coaching wheelchair tennis versus say your experiences in, in the able-bodied tennis world? Yeah, so the challenge is, first of all, my age group is very big because obviously we're not gonna find five kids that are eight years old. Yeah. So uh, the youngest that started in my group, I actually had the age set for eight and up because I, I didn't think kids could do it before that. Yeah. But this one of the little kids like one parent asked like she's only five can she come <laughs> she's very fast i said well why doesn't she come well this little girl is like super determined she's fast she wants to learn <laughs> she she had no problem yeah. um so i said okay six and up is good we can do that my oldest is 13. so it's it's really a, a big age gap yeah. um and also the abilities of all the different kids are very different. Obviously, everyone has some other, some, some different um, disabilities. So, yeah, so it's difficult to get them all on the same page. So I always have to find something for challenging for the older one, something very simple for a couple boys that can't even move their arms very much um we always try to adapt and make it fun yeah. but i definitely need help like i i always the parents help a lot i have volunteers because you can never get them <laughs> all to do the same thing i try to yeah. do a group thing in the beginning we do line tag or we you know we have fun together and then yeah, i sort, of, sort of separate them yeah and then i separate them a bit so everybody gets some some challenge for the day but it, that's the challenge is, is the age and the different abilities. Yeah. And I, I think that's something that's pretty common um, across all kind of junior wheelchair sports, um, whether it's 
tennis uh, or wheelchair basketball or even sledge hockey uh, is because in this world, we are dealing with kind of smaller pools within communities. So you have to open up age groups a little bit wider. And I, I really like that point that you said about um, people of, you know, having different abilities and, and needing to adapt um, kind of to your, to your athletes as opposed to the athletes adapting um, to your coaching. So has that been, been kind of an, an exciting and interesting little wrinkle for you is figuring out the ways um, to adapt different skills for different kids um, and, and finding ways for each of them to have some sort of success? Yeah, no, I, I actually enjoy that challenge, but sometimes I leave where I feel like, oh, I didn't have enough time. Like for a few weeks, I didn't have any volunteer come out. Um, and uh, I felt like, oh, I don't know, this is hard. Cause I feel like I haven't been able to give them enough, but the parents are totally understanding. They can see that I can't be everywhere at the same time. And it's fine. And then when I have volunteers and we can, we can do different things, it's much better, but it's just how it is. I think the kids are just happy to have a program just for them. They really enjoy coming even to see each other. They socialize. Um, everybody's in a wheelchair, which is unusual for them because if they go to school, they're the only child in the wheelchair. So they feel very comfortable there. And then that's actually <laughs> very important to me. I can see the parents are, it's important for the parents because they also connect with each other they you know tell each other of you new things that kids could try so they're very supportive of each other which is nice to see so it's also a social thing and and sport should be so for kids to come out and see their friends nice. so i guess um going off of that have you noticed any sort of significant differences in any of your programs participants between when they first um, came out and first started to where they are now, um, either like in terms of their, their confidence, their personality, or, or just their ability to kind of play tennis or push a chair or do any of those skills? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the, my first participant came out and she was my first one. She came with her little brother, her, her older brother, and he's not in a wheelchair. She is. And she, she was even slow pushing the wheelchair and now she's like chases people. <laughs> um, she has cerebral palsy, so everything is slower, but like she's really yeah. improved in her movement and, and also her confidence. Um, sometimes we even play like basketball to warm up and she's just fierce and wants to be fast. And it's, it's cool to see. Like yeah. definitely I see a big difference in in her ability, every 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 one of the kids has improved something for sure. So that's, that's great. good to see. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I I, we started out like balancing the ball. And now they, you know, they mostly can hit the ball. Like they hardly miss a ball when I send it. And it's fun to see. Yeah. I have I have CP myself, so I know how difficult that wheelchair tennis can be for a lot of people with that condition because of the fact that tennis is a sport that requires a lot of coordination and one of yeah. the big things with cp is that um oftentimes people with cp aren't very coordinated uh, and it's, it's less as a part of their natural athleticism and more just due to due to the limitations so it's really exciting to hear you know that you've got a kid out there who's is you know really improving and, and developing those chair skills because that takes you know time and effort and 
the fact that you've got you know a young participant who's who's put that time in and is is working and getting better means that you've created an environment where they feel empowered to do that and they want to get better. So thank you to you because I'm sure that means a lot to to that kid and to their family. Um, and I, I think it's great that we have you know that there's opportunities, especially in an area like Kelowna, um, where oftentimes there's not a ton of activities for kids with disabilities. I don't think there's any. <laughs> so, I mean, they, they can go horse riding. There's not much. The parents have told me there's nothing for young kids. I think I'm the only program that, that they have and uh, they definitely should have more. So going off of that, how would you like to see um, your program grow in the next couple of years? Um, where would you like to see it go and develop? I mean, the way it is right now, I think is, is, is great. I hope it continues like this. Uh, maybe the one or we get a few more kids. I've had a couple kids come out, but they're, they're too far away. They live in Penticton, which is a long drive after school. So there's, I feel bad because there's like kids in Vernon and there's kids in like Penticton and there are some kids that could benefit, but it's just too far for the parents to drive. So maybe it can grow in different places. I don't know. Um, for for us, I think maybe uh, you know some of the kids will develop a little more competitively. Right now, I work with Sam separately. I got some funding for him to work with him privately because he's ready to to go a little further. And some of the kids will too. There's a you know a couple of kids that I can see in the future if they want to take it a little further, they can. Um, yeah, just I, I'm very lucky to have um, Rob Shaw. He comes out when he can, and he is amazing to have on the court because he's in the wheelchair and he he can show the kids. Yeah, um, he's one of the best. <laughs> obviously, like he's the best I can have, but he. He's getting ready to play in the Olympics, so he's busy. So he comes out when he can. And when he comes out, obviously we have an even better program yeah. because I can he he knows exactly what to do. He used to be a coach, he's a player. Okay. Um I need some people that have a little tennis knowledge. And that's what I'm finding. Like I have a girl right now that used to be a college player. I'm gonna have a girl that's a competitive junior that's going to come out like I need people that understand a little bit about the sport um, and they will you know I can tell them okay you go and and do overhead throws and catch and they will know exactly what I want right okay so, so that's great so folks I, if you're out there listening and you live in the Kelowna area um, you have some tennis knowledge and you're interested in helping out with a fantastic junior program uh, definitely get in touch with the city of Kelowna's Parks and Rec Access Department um, and, and say that you want to apply to be a volunteer. Um, it's a great opportunity to get involved with a, a from what um, everything I hear and everything that Ev is telling us, sounds like an absolutely phenomenal program um, with some great kids and some great uh, people running it. So, so definitely look into that. Um, now, Eva, for our last question, before we wrap things up, I just wanted to ask what advice would you have for anyone else who's considering going into coaching wheelchair tennis or considering taking a wheelchair tennis course? I definitely think they should take the course if it's offered somewhere. It was really helpful to me. I wouldn't have been able to 
to teach it, I think, without the course. Um, it is only a one-day workshop, so it's not it's not a huge commitment, but it definitely helps to know how to turn the chair, how to move with the chair, have the racket in your hand. Um, other than that, I do a lot of, I, I mean, I teach mostly able-bodied children and adults. I just try to figure out, okay, this one we can do without any change. And this one, I just have to change a bit because obviously they're on an in the wheelchair. So you just have to be a little bit flexible and adapt things. But to me, it's, I'm teaching kids the same way. Um, these kids just move differently. That's the only difference, but it's very gratifying to teach these kids. I look forward to it every week. They smile, they're so happy to be there. Um, when you teach able-bodied kids, they get dropped off by their parents because their parents want them to try tennis. They might not necessarily want to. All my wheelchair kids want to be there and it makes a big difference because it gives you energy and makes you happy to see them smile, so. All right, well, great. Thanks again um, for joining us, Eva. Really appreciate it. Um, thanks for all that you do up in the Okanagan um, to provide opportunities um, for kids with disabilities to get involved in sport, get physically active and make social connections with their peers. It's so important and sport is so much more than just um, competition and, and practice and you're helping provide that base and provide those opportunities. So it's thanks to people like you um, that, you know, we, we end up getting athletes down the line um, who are competitive and, and join our provincial teams and um, we really appreciate it. So thanks a lot, Eva. Um, thanks to everybody who watched our show. I hope you enjoyed um, today's episode.